Hey guys, I'm Sean, and you're listening to Let's Get Off on Tangents. It's a podcast where we talk about a bunch of bullshit. And some more bullshit. And then go back to the original bullshit. I got Dorothy here. Hi! It's Dorothy. I'm Dorothy. We're all full of bullshit. Welcome to our podcast. Yee. Put that in your mouth and drink it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. That was the uh, the first uh, the first pitch slogan for "Suck My Clock." Put that in your mouth and drink it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they they decided against that. Um, <laughs> Put that in your mouth. You're like, what do they do? It's suck like my clock. <laughs> Let your imagination run wild. It just involves clocks. <laughs> I think you have these like ideas of people who listen like all across the world and people are like, oh, I need to tune into Sean and Dorothy. Like literally everyone listening knows us. So no, uh, I don't, it doesn't matter. That's why it's, that's fun for me. I don't care if they know us. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't either. I don't either. But like I'm saying, like the people who listen, the people who listen 100% know us and, and know, well, know what we do. Only some of them know both of us though. So you gotta think about that. You've got listeners out there who don't know you, but they do know me, or they don't know me, but they do know you. And then so it's still an audience and this they is still know what we do. <laughs> this is a fucking performance, regardless. I'm like, well, if okay. I put people in the so, audience or not. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's if it should be a performance. I disagree. Shocker. No, but I mean, I don't, I don't know why, why does it have to be a performance? Why can't you just be, why can't you and I just be talking about stuff? Well, some, I mean, for the most part we are, but if there's people listening, you know, I'm, it's like when people, what is it? Break the fourth wall. Stop breaking the fourth fucking wall. <laughs> I guess I'm doing an action too, but whatever. Like, I mean, what, why? <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, I take the back, break the wall, be in the fourth wall. Like they, there isn't, there is a, 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 a no, actually, no. Shit, I see the back again. <laughs> just be, just I don't know. Be yourself. Don't, don't, not, I don't talk. Don't talk to the audience. Talk, talk to me. Have a conversation with me about about shit. Oh yeah. Okay. And, cl- and clocks. <laughs> All right, but um, <laughs> I feel bad to pretend like they don't exist, <laughs> even though they. I mean, for the most part, there's not a lot of them. So. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. Mm-hmm. But we know Mark, we know Mark exists. Yeah, we know Mark exists. And that's the important part. But you're right. Yeah. Maybe one day there will be more. Yeah. And it's now okay that, if people only listen to random ones. Too. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I actually prefer that because I, I hate the first like three episodes or the first two episodes we did. I almost, <laughs> want, I almost want to take them out. Uh, actually, a, 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 a clock merchant of mine, one of my customers, uh, they, they were 
like look like, what's up with your setup man i was like oh yeah i got this for sound stuff and so like like oh it looks like you're doing like a podcast like well yeah i got a podcast and like oh my god what is it i was like no 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 i'm i will i may i may tell you when we're done with our, our window but i'm not not until we're done <laughs> it's like it's it's it, like is, actually, it is unfiltered yeah um i don't know i guess that's the risk you take one of my customers follows me on instagram nice it's a woman. She comments on stuff. She's all woman's empowerment. I'm like, oh, well, this is good. This worked that's out. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. It could be like, it could have been like, a, well, yeah, no, Ryan. It's like, it's a whole thing we probably shouldn't get into since the seven people who listen know who we are. Um, yeah, I, uh, fuck, uh, words and things. Sometimes we have them, sometimes we don't. <laughs> More often than not, I don't, but I think I do. <laughs> well, that's okay. Well, it's, I mean, you know, it's actually like, I listen back to the episodes and I'm like, Dorothy said a thing. And then I come in and I'm like, well, here's this thing. And it's literally the exact same thing you just said. And I'm like, fuck am I doing? That's okay. That's like a, a, a thing that happens all the time. <laughs> it's like all the time. <laughs> so I'll say a thing and people repeat it back. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that, that, that's, yeah, I think that's a, that's a different, well, I could say literally the same thing. Um, I think I, I was trying to make a different point and I think I ended up saying literally the same thing you did. I think that was what that was. I, I think what you also experienced is people have quote unquote ideas that are their own, but it was like something you literally just said. So yeah, I, that, that I understand too. That's, that's a different thing. Yeah. It's a, well, maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. I, I'm trying to sort of like make myself sound like the, like I'm, like I'm not doing the same shit to you, but um, <laughs> it's okay. Um. <laughs> well, you know what? That makes me fucking angry. Oh yeah, is that how we transition? <laughs> this is you've seen my segues. They're not subtle. <laughs> so on last week's episode, <laughs> you're like, damn it, this is what I told you not, not to do. Last time on Let's Get Off on Tea. <laughs> it's like we talked about. <laughs> no, so uh, so I'm, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know, pretend like I had something to say and to fucking forget uh well that's because last week's episode was about memory and forgetting and so funny thing about that one i was like all right i've got four things to say and i could i remembered none of them i remembered one thing i was going to say that i had like kind of saved for the whole time one of the things i was going to talk about i like actually started to say and then like and then had then drifted off i have no clue what i was doing was about um fucking the ipod touches and people having cell phone plans and stuff like that and I, I do remember now what I was going to say was that I, when I worked at, uh, when I worked at Apple, there was this, this guy came in he was like trying to find like a portable charger, like a portable battery pack or something like that. And it was like, you know, so he was like trying to find the biggest one possible. And all these things were like, like, what do you, what are you doing with this man? Like, what do you, what do you need? Like, let me make sure I find you the right thing, blah, 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 doing my normal like Apple bullshit stuff. And he was like, well, it's for my son. He's going, uh, they're going on like a camping trip and like the boy Scouts for, for, for boy Scouts. And I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. I was like, I mean, I think any battery pack should be fine. Like he'll probably be out like, you know, doing things with in the woods with like knives and bugs and stuff. And he's like, no, no, they don't give them maps anymore. They don't really do anything. They just have an iPod and they go out and they use the compass to figure out where they're going. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like my mind was blown of how fragile, like, I don't know, whatever generation that however long ago that was, is, is going to be like, and you know, I'm sure they'll have this like phenomenal knowledge of something that I, that I don't have or could never have, but like, I like understand like my grandparents for saying things about like us being like, you know, sp being spoiled. Like I'm, lo I'm looking at these kids now and I'm like, if, a, if your battery dies, like you're fucking, you're, you're dead. You're not going to get out of the woods. 
that's less than an acre big. Like, what are you, what are you going to do? How are you going to figure out how to get home, how to do anything? So anyways, that was my, that was my rant about like phones and everyone, every kid have a, having a phone and like iPods and the, the whole thing. So I don't know, that shit just, it, that shit just really, it just really makes me angry. I want to bottle it up inside and then explode on some poor old lady on the road. Mm, that's not good. Well, that was the excuse. That was the, the, the example I gave last week, two weeks ago. So I thought it, you know, um, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a recall. It's a recall to a previous episode. <laughs> recall. I call them tie-ins. Which that works too. Callback. Callback. That's, that's the one. That's callback. Yeah. Okay. But no, I, I think I had mentioned before, and I don't know if you did your, your, your homework this time, but <laughs> I had mentioned, I had mentioned last week or maybe whenever it was in between the episodes, like we talked about like memory and then go, going into, um, like, you know, like anger and like apologies and, and uh, forgiveness and stuff like that. And I thought we'd be cool if we, we, since we talked a bunch about, about memory, we should focus a little bit more on anger this time, even though it still will relate to, to memory and, and, you know, forgiveness and, and apology some, somewhat, but kind of more, more focused in on that, on that uh, topic this week. Okay. I didn't forget. I, I, I know you didn't. I'm just kidding. And I did some of my homework, but not all of it. So I've been still reading the book um, by Titnat Han. So I've gotten much further in that, not finished with it. And I haven't really gone into anything new. So I said, are you reading it? Or are you listening to it? Reading it. Okay. Just yeah, that's, why it's, that's why it's hard to get there probably. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it's like, because when I read, I get really tired and I only read right before bed most of the time, or like maybe if I'm by a pool by myself. But if I'm with other people, I'm not going to read because I want to talk and engage. With <laughs> but um, that's like worse than being on your phone with your with other people. If you've got a book out, because you're like clearly like, oh, I'm I'm checking a text or like fuck you, I'm reading. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, it's so. just like yeah, we're all here. I'm on a I'm on a I'm, I'm on a thing here. I'm sorry. But no, that's okay because clearly that makes you angry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you you're just like fuck that. But I've also thought about how like there's it's too often that we will all be on our phones and stuff like that when we are with someone and it it's rude or like what's really rude though and a lot of people do it and it's like they have no regard for anybody around them it's like that they just openly will listen to like a video or something like Ugh. that with sound and it's like you're around other people why are you like why are you doing that i would not do that to you but um occasionally i have done it too so I'm like I can't say that I haven't but there sometimes it's just like what the hell is this but it's also like we said in the last episode people like to be on their phone so then they're they're looking for anything to be able to talk about it's like instead of coming up with like an original thought are you serious you get your phone give me one second I gotta go check on the door I'll be I will be less than two minutes less than okay. five minutes okay. <sighs> I did it I'm out of breath but I did it start over Welcome to Let's Get Off Get on Tea. I thought you were going to do the intro song again. Huh? Oh, sorry. Let's, Let's get off on tea. I forget the word. I don't know. Oh, I'll have to edit and I'll splice or something. I'll have to pull the song in. No, I was kidding about that. Um, so how did you want to start this episode? I feel like we're back to whatever the hell episode that was where we asked that question. Was that the second episode? Where we what? 
How do we want to start this episode? <laughs> how, do, how, do, how do we start this episode? So, well, I guess it makes sense to kind of explain that that last week we talked about memory. And so it's funny that I was just trying to remember what episode it was that we couldn't remember how to start. But or, okay, that's there. Oh, nope. what we need to nope. say. Go. <laughs> okay. So we talked about memory and how it's finicky and funny in the way that it works. And then we got into anger a little bit. We got into forgiveness and apologies. And so now we want to take a winding path down into anger town. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That's not, that's, not, that's not how we're starting the episode. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Wiggly. That, 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 that's like one of those moments you have to have the video because you're like smiling and you're hand, doing little jazz hands <laughs> and you're like anger town. Like that's, that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to. I don't know if that's true. We'll have to to somehow start to get video clips from from these Zoom recordings. Yeah, so I've, I've, got, I've got them. Yeah. They're so we can the, take clips and we can post them to the gram. Okay. So how do you? How would you like to start this episode then? Um. So. I mean, it was your idea so, to dive I, deeper into each subject. I, I know, I know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. You can't rush genius. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you, you know can't rush. Funny? Okay. So while you're getting your shit together, it's uh, funny no, seeing you without a beard because it reminds, do you, do you watch Adventure Time? You know, I don't. And I feel like I, and I know I should. I've watched okay. a couple of them and been like, well, oh, this is, this is a good show. It, it's ridiculous, but I mean, and now as an adult, it's like super ridiculous. But when I watched it in my early 20s, it was there at the perfect time. Felt like being on an acid trip and the episodes are short and everything like that. But the Ice King has this long gray beard. And there's one episode, I don't know which one it is, but he shaves his beard off. And I think it holds like most of his magic power, if I remember correctly. But it's funny because you without the beard reminds me of the ice king but he's got this little tiny head <laughs> i don't know i'm gonna have to show you what it looks like since you haven't watched it but <laughs> it's like a side-by-side comparison <laughs> but i am enjoying it very very much oh <laughs> that's pretty fun are you it looking like it up it's a mosquito yeah <laughs> he does. you don't have a nose like that or anything right. <laughs> you have we call it a Dur- the durham nose uh Oh, yeah. and all, all my dad's side of the family the the durham side of my family all has the the durham nose uh, so much so that like i mean any of the cousins can be together most of the cousins can be together and you can be like you two are clearly related like they're like the the genes are strong there but it's, a lot of it is the nose and oh. then they would always play like if you have like big like family dinners and stuff like that you know like holidays whatever they'd always like say a little like blessing or whatever and then everyone would just immediately put their finger to the nose it was and it was called the durham nose game and the last person to put their finger to the nose was a jackass. So you learn pretty quickly to, to put your finger to your nose. And I don't know what the idea is behind it. I just assume because everyone's got a big ass nose. They're just kind of like, hey, look at us. And like just touch their nose. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's just like when people do the nose goes and they touch the tip of the nose. Yeah, you yeah, just do it to the side yeah. with your finger. Yeah. Um, so, so, so anyways, uh, you know, oh, go ahead. I was going to say what's interesting is like each, every not every family maybe, but most families, I would think, have this trait, like a feature, and they'll call it their like last name blank. And it's like, so the one for my family is the Westall mouth. Mouth? 
Yeah. You do, it's curse like, like, you do curse like a sailor. Well, no, it's not that. It's the way <laughs> it's that it's the way that the corners of our mouths tip up all the time. Like, so if I have a straight face, it's like almost like a clown or whatever. But when I have a straight face, the the tips of my mouth go up. And so gotcha. I can't see it from back here on the Zoom call. It's, it's you know. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I've noticed it on my cousin, it, like one of my male cousins, and I was talking shit about it to my mom. I was like, fuck him and his creepy ass mouth. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, there's nothing really like to be angry about. It's just, you know, kids being kids. And she's just like, he has the Westall mouth. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, she's like, yeah, and so do you. And I was just like, the what? <laughs> she's like, go look in the mirror. And I was like, oh. <laughs> the mouth you just called creepy, you have it. It's like, oh, you, I was just like, every, I was like, he never can have a straight face, no matter what. He's always got a smirk. The corners of his lips are always <laughs> turned up. And mom's like, yeah, you too. <laughs> but she doesn't have that. Then it's also to have like full lips and everything. Um, my, uh, so my, my, my dad obviously has the, the Durham nose. My mom, my mom is middle Eastern. And so she has, you know, she's got a nose going on there too. Um, and so, uh, my dad, when I, like, when I was, when I was, I guess when I was born or I was a baby or whatever, my dad would look and be like, Ooh, it's a, it's a painful looking nose. Like looking at me. Cause it looked, I guess it looked closer to hers, you know, you know, fast forward, you know, 15, 20 years or something like that. I'm like identical to his, to his nose up there. So, you know, she, she had the last laugh on that one. It didn't work on a baby, I guess. I guess not. Just like man, but well, that's probably what you get for shit talking to baby. You know what, what are you doing? Yeah, you talk baby. <laughs> don't shit talk a baby. That's, that's weird. But um, I feel like it was a fine transition into anger because I got angry as fuck about something, and something that I've learned about anger is that it often stems from a misperception of some sort, right? Like it's so it's something that you believe to be true and you may even find facts and things like that to back up what you believe because that's called confirmation bias. Everybody does that. It's like you will look for the information that says that you are right. And then if you read information that is against what you say, you will believe it to be wrong. It's like, that's just how it works. But it's from that misconception of whatever is going on, be it in, with a person or about a situation or something like that it's like it's interesting and i think that that ties really well into memory of in some way like in this case like with my mouth or whatever me not realizing i had the same mouth as my cousin and then it being like oh fuck like you know damn <laughs> it's kind of it's a little different because that the misconception there was just that i didn't realize that we had this similar trait because i saw him as so completely different from me mm -hmm. And then, um, but, you know, sometimes the reason why you have perceived something in, in the wrong way is because you remember it incorrectly due to whatever emotions that you were feeling at the time, or, you know, anything could make you forget uh, a piece of information or make you perceive something to be true because you inserted an assumption of sorts. And then from there you decide, well, since I thought that to be true, it is. And now everything that this person does reminds me of all these things that I decided I don't like, whatever. This is just an example. I'm just kind of spinning into stuff, but 
I don't know. So that was part of my research homework because well, I did not forget the project. <laughs> <laughs> I did not forget. I can, see, I can see you looking down at Google right now. So you're, you're good. Um, I'll give you a I'm pass. I'm not looking up on Google. I'm looking up at I'm, my low I'm, battery though. I need to go plug in. I'm kidding. Um, but I, I also, <laughs> now I, I can't like think about saying I disagree without laughing about it because of your fucking post. Um, <laughs> well, but, but not, maybe not that I disagree. And that, cause I mean, there's, what do I disagree with there that like people remember things wrong or whatever, but it, it was almost like, instead of that being about, about memory, that seemed like it was more about just like uh, understanding or acceptance or something like that. And, and it was more of like, I took something wrong. And now I'm angry about it. And I happen to remember that I was angry about something that I took, I took wrong, you know, I took the wrong way. So I, I see how that works, but I think like at a, on a, a bigger, like a, just a bigger scale, you, you know, memory is tied to anger because shit happened when you were a day ago, a month ago, when you were a kid, when you were whatever. And like, it pisses you off to think about, you know? Um, so, man, that's, that's something that like, I, that I think is, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I think. I, I, but that's, that's where I think memory ties to anger to me is like I, this, this shit happened that I cannot forget it. It's fucking, you know, burned it in my brain. And uh, like, I, I, I'm, I'm angry about it. And I'm actually, as I'm saying this, there's like things that are like flooding to my brain that I'm getting angry about thinking about because it's probably the same emotions right now that I'm feeling trying to like think back of things and try and then just like getting like frantic and just being like, fuck. Um, Why do you hold on to this anger? Cause I'm not a fucking Buddhist fighter that I can't, whatever. Yeah. Whatever your story was. Um, I know, I know your story, but no, I, uh, so, so that's actually something that's something I've been working on with, like with my therapist actually too, is, is, you know, just the anger in general. Um, like, and that's, that's actually the, the question is like, when you start figuring yourself, get angry, whether it's at, you know, something with my wife or something with like the dog, the neighbor, a fucking mailman, some memories, whoever, whatever, you know, it's like, just like, think like, what is it about this? that's making you angry. Why, why do you feel angry about this? And so, you know, it's, if I think about something from the past, like, I, I don't know, I'm thinking about like being like bullied in school, like, all right, well, why, why am I angry about that now? Like, well, I don't know, because it's, shitty and i didn't want to deal with it like okay well, like, but why does that like what is it about that specifically and like and I, this is a bad example because i don't actually like care about that shit but um you know it's like it's you know then it gets like but it can be broken down to to like you know why what i wasn't able to like take care of myself i wasn't able to protect myself when i was younger and so like i got bullied and like beat up and so i didn't know you know like i, I wish i could have done this i'm like, angry that like this happened or I, that i let this happen or something so it's it's things that kind of come back to me to say like this happened and I'm angry about it. And like, when I look back, I'm like, man, I was angry because like one, I didn't know how to deal with it or I didn't know how to accept it or I didn't know how to like move, get beyond it. Or I didn't know how to do something that could have made it better. And that I can easily see now. It's like, you know, if I, I wish I knew then what I know now and that kind of shit, like, like makes me angry thinking of things in the past that I could have so easily fixed or avoided or, or done that has led me to, to like, you know, that causes you to be angry about something, like just something that happened or something you, you, call an old memory you call up so would you say is you're like unpacking all the shit that you feel like you're angry at yourself yeah yeah i mean basically there or, or, or there's something inside myself that i can think of. i'm angry because you know i i don't know i'm trying I, i'm actually trying to think of like something in like from the past that i'm like angry about and you know working at apple like i i you know i, I had a lot of like good times there i met a lot of great people i met, met my wife there i you know it was cool to work for apple 10 years ago and like all these different things but 
I think back about it now and I just get so fucking angry. And like when I, when I, if I really have to like sit and think about it and I hadn't actually thought about like, why am I angry about Apple before? But like when I sit and think about it, I'm like, I, I let a company walk all over me because they it's Apple. And so I was like, Ooh, I'm like drinking. I literally was drinking the Kool-Aid and I didn't want everyone to admit that I drank the Kool-Aid and I've, and I've, this is the first time I've ever admitted that I've drank it. I drank the Kool-Aid. Um, and like, I, I, you know, I put myself through hell for this company who, you know, ultimately didn't really give a shit about me. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a number to them and whatever else. And so it's, there's all these things where I'm like, I, I should have seen it sooner that, um, you know, that it was just, I, I was worked to death to work on a mall, yeah. you know? So it's, it's like, it's shit like that. It's like, you think about yourself and things that you could have done. And like, when I think about that, I'm like, you know what? Apple is, it's not their fault. It's not Steve Jobs fault or some shit like that. It's not like, you know, the, the things that I dealt with with people that had issues were the people, a bad manager is a bad manager. Um, you know, the Michelle Smiths of the world, they, they can go fuck, fuck themselves. Like, you know, those are the things that like, you know, you can't, you can't fix that kind of stuff, but like the, the, the overall picture of, of me being angry from my, my experience there is it's, you know, it's, I, I should have been strong enough to stand up for myself. I should have had a bigger voice for myself. I should have done X, Y, and Z. You know, there's, there's a lot of things I could have done. And so, uh, so yeah. So I think, uh, memory is tied to anger in that way, because it's easy to look back on the things that happen and just like, kind of just, just react to them. You know, what's interesting about you finding out that the anger really was directed towards yourself is that that's really where anger comes from is like something that, and how we don't like how we react to whatever situation or how something plays out and you are in, in some way in control of, of it. And you think if I did this thing, then this would have happened, which is true. You know, it, they, that's why they say like, don't time travel because if you go back in time and you change something, then you could have changed everything. Yeah. And so it's, I don't know, um, good old tit. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> good old tit talks about how like anger is a type of suffering and that you should definitely acknowledge it and you basically treat it like it's a little baby he literally says that and like that you need to give care to it but he also says that when you are angry and maybe you feel as if it's directed at someone else about whatever situation or it's at a situation in general then the best thing you can do with the people around you is disclose within 24 hours, which I find interesting, but disclose within 24 hours that you are suffering from anger and that it's like you can ask for help, but you can also say that I'm trying not to blame you. And I think that that's pretty interesting because really you shouldn't blame another person for your anger it's hard not to because it's like you always want to direct it somewhere it's like what caused me to be this way uh, haha this fucking thing this one little thing this sentence or this one action or you know this person for whatever reason is the thing that i'm angry at like you experienced that with me when I'm like misdirecting, like really, it's like, I'm just angry at the lack of control in the situation. And then how I've, I guess I'm not really taking the appropriate actions to, to communicate with people in the way that I should. And yeah. so, and you, you were a great friend, you broke that shit down for me and I moved on. And then that's really 
it's kind of helped me to realize that that is something that I don't know. It's like your anger can spike from an interaction with someone. I'm not to say that like somebody can't do something that's wrong or that pisses you off. Sure. Right. Of course that happens, but the seed of anger comes from inside you. And then if you let it continue to grow from something, then you can start to think of it as that like tether that I referenced from Sarah Montana. It's like, you're just grabbed onto this person, latched to them forever. And what, for what, or like to this situation forever, you're attached to Apple forever because you won't like, for whatever reason, you're just so angry about how this situation went down. And, and I understand that that's painful, but the first step is that you're acknowledging that. Right. And I guess that's what your therapist is getting at with you, but I don't know, I guess I'm done. (laughs) End of thought. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I, I guess like this is the first time I've actually like you know thought about why I'm angry about like working, having worked at Apple. It's the first time I thought about like you know what is it? Why, why am I angry? Other than just being like fuck that place. And so, um, yeah, so it's uh you know we're working we're working on it right now. It sounds like, um, but yeah, no, there's a. Uh, it's so easy for like unrelated to the Apple and just just kind of going back to just general general anger. I guess it's so easy for me to kind of. Um, to react to things and to uh, to make assumptions like you were saying before, or to call up a memory and and actually a really good point you just made about 24 hours is that shit hits home with me because I, I hold on to stuff. I'm like, I don't want to make waves. And that's, that's a problem of mine too. Like I, I don't want to like make waves. And so something will happen and I won't, and I'll just sit on it and be like, Oh shit. I'm like, like, I'll just kind of sit and still like, like stew on it. I'd be like, I'll just, uh, it's, it's fine. I'll just talk about it later. And then like, you know, you go on and life goes on and like something fun happens and like, you're just like, Hey, like life is good again. And then like a week later, like you see that person and you go like, God, fuck me. God damn this fucking asshole. And like, you know, and they, they didn't do anything. They're not an asshole. They did some, they did some one dumb thing that you for some reason got upset about. And like, and then you just sat and like, let it fester inside of you. Um, the stew. Well, the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, I mean, that, and that's actually like something that I've, I've got a, a problem of is, is, not i have a problem with letting things just like sit inside and like not not letting them come up and so like i'll bring something up like i brought something up to my wife i don't know this is like a month or two ago or something like that and i was like i don't i, don't, I can't give you an example but like this like, this thing kind of happened and she was like like why you like you can't do that and i was like well i don't know what to tell you but that you did it and so like <laughs> it's like and you know obviously that like you know I, I started a fight there over like something dumb that i was holding on to that i couldn't even remember and so uh, it, it's, it's such a weird thing, but um, like that, that 24 hours is, is actually probably a really, a really good thing to help everyone avoid the anger that one day you will, might have, or that you may just unleash on somebody else and like kind of totally blind some blindside somebody with something you've got. But, um, Hold on. My yeah. dad's calling. I was kind of meditating on, um, but I was just like, yeah, well, like nobody knows you, but you know you. It's like, and you know you really well. And it's just like, and then something that I'll like ask myself, I used to do it kind of daily, but not so much anymore of like, and so you know yourself, do you like yourself? And it's like, yes. Okay, then keep going. It's just like, but sometimes you do need to check in and see if you like yourself still. It's like, especially if you've been really hard on yourself lately or you're just feeling down or anything like that, or you're doubting yourself, any of that, 
it's a good time to check in and see if you still like yourself. And if you don't? And then you need to make changes to make sure you're a person that you like. And it's like, and then so you have to kind of figure out what those sort of changes would be. But for each person, it's different. And it could be each day it's different. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like you, I don't know, it is like the dominoes thing. You just take it one domino at a time or like one moment at a time. Yeah. It's like, am I making the right decisions in this moment? And then sometimes you'll fuck up and you'll do something. You're like, fuck, that's that thing I do that I don't like. And then the only way to correct it is to forgive yourself for doing it and then moving past it and then trying not to do it again, right? Which is part of like uh, the ending of the full apology is the changed behavior, right? Right. So you can make apologies to yourself and, and give yourself forgiveness for these little bullshits that you do that you don't like. Just overall, like, do you like yourself? Um, yeah. It's going to be a weird edit. Well, it's, we're, that's what we had to just cut out. I think we just cut the whole thing out, honestly. We just cut it out and then we just, we can just start from, start from here or wherever, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I know, I think we've, there's been, there, we've both had good stuff we've said about, but I think we just need to just, just to make it easier on you, just, just cut it. Yeah. Or, or, you know, there's some, there's a couple of things that I've cut out and I've like saved in a little like extra, like in there in an extra folder that it's like after dark. Oh, after dark you know it's like so. it's like one of those um flashback episodes or something on it yeah that's right that's right that's right it's like but they're just making shit up it's like hey i do that on friends all the time <laughs> these flashback yeah. movies that never fucking happened <laughs> anyway what do you, what, what what were we talking about before the phone call do you remember the last notes i have in here were um uh actually i guess assuming positive intent so um yeah, you were on like a ramble of sorts. Oh, shocker. And then All right, it comes so, back off. So uh, this is going to be a really weird edit because we got a phone call and shit just you know went off on off the rails off the off the off the air. So uh, yeah, here we are picking things back up somewhere. No clue if it's related to what we we're talking about or not. Um, one of the things that you had mentioned previously, I don't know what I was ranting about before, so it's going to be like super awkward. I actually can't wait to hear it. Um, one of the things that I have gotten, and actually one of the things is, is I try to, to, to resolve my, my anger with Apple. One of the positive things I got from Apple was learning how to assume positive intent and being better with that. And, you know, I don't know where someone's coming from. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their intentions are. If they tell me what their intentions are, why why would I not believe them? Mm-hmm. That's simple. If somebody's if somebody like goes off and is like, or if somebody's just not goes off, if somebody's just like, I'm gonna, I want to do this, I want I want money. And like, all right, well, why? Like, well, my kid is sick. I'm like, okay, like why why would I not believe you that your that your kid is sick? Or what, you know, why would I why would I immediately assume like, wow, you're gonna go bye turkeys I don't, I don't know what people do nowadays like but why would i not why would i not assume positive intent for what you're saying and so um one of the things that once i really was able to grasp it and really able to like to to use this at, at apple it helped a ton because as like a you know when i got to be like you know like somewhat of a like i guess somewhat of like a leadership role in apple and it was everything's based to there and like you like 
you give feed, give people feedback and you, you know, you assume positive intent and you do all these things and et cetera, et cetera. And the, the most like not relaxing, but the, the one thing that helped ease my anxiety about people just fucking up and being fucking stupid and bad at their jobs was assuming positive intent. When, you know, you'd go to somebody and be like, Hey, like I saw this thing happen. Like what happened? They're like, Oh, I didn't see that. Instead of being like, you have a, you have an iPad in your hand. How could you not see this? This is the way this works. We've been trained this. You've been doing this for three years. How the fuck do you not see this? Instead just being like, Oh, okay. And that's, that's the end of it. Like you, you believe you assume positive intent, like their intentions are positive. They're trying to do the right thing or, or, Hey, Hey, I saw this person was sitting at this table. They're not supposed to be sitting there. Like what happened? Like, Oh, well they had their, their leg was bothering them. So I put them there. Oh, all right, cool. Thanks. And so assuming positive intent, like to ask the questions first helps versus being like, Hey, this fucking person can't be sitting here. Why'd you put them there? Fucker. And then, uh, you know, them being like, well, they were, their leg was in pain. So they asked to sit sorry. And then you've got like, then you feel like a dickhead and you've got like people you pissed off and stuff like that. And so, so assuming positive intent for me has helped to like alleviate some anger of, of things. And just assuming that when somebody says they're doing something, they're actually doing it or trying to, you know, kind of think of it, like I have no idea what somebody's going through. And so I'm assuming like the intentions they have, whether they are positive or negative are, are you know, caused by something that's that's there it's out of their control or they're doing something in reaction to something so um so yeah so i think uh like like assuming positive intent of people helps a lot with being with alleviating anger what are your thoughts on that speak words on assuming positive intent so i think that's a nice way to be right it's like but it also is a kind of naive way to be to some degree i think that the, true. the one thing that i do take away from positive intent is that you should approach the situation that way so that your tone and your delivery and your communication is coming from a place of love and positive intent from yourself right so you take the positive intent and say it's coming from from my perspective like i'm coming into this as a nice guy right here i am i just want to know like here's what i saw is this right? You know, or it's like, uh, that guy's not supposed to be there. I I was pretty sure. Why did we sit him there? Yeah. It's like, Oh, I know that section's closed, but his leg is really hurt. And it's the first one in the restaurant. I was trying to be considerate of him. And it's just like, Oh, okay. Because if you really do find out what people's motives are behind a lot of the actions they take, um, it may seem like it's like a slight at you sometimes but really what it is is like there's other circumstances behind the decision that was made and if you unpack what those reasons were then a lot of the times like oh okay they did maybe have positive intent but then there are people out there in this world that they they don't they're not all of us are good but it's still nice to approach every situation that way but you could say okay the positive intent thing something that you could use it on it's homeless people. And when they ask for money and you give them money, I always give them money, like for the most part. Um, and the reason why is because my mom told me it, like, you know, you did your good deed. What they do with the money is now on them. And she was like, so 
you can't be responsible for the actions they take, but when they asked you for money to feed themselves and you said, here's some money, go get some food, then that's okay. And then I've had people say, well, what you should do is say, well, let me go buy you some food, which I have done before. I've bought people just food straight out the gate and given it to them. But like, this is what you get. Um, but I think that a lot of the time people were like, oh, they're taking that to go get drugs or alcohol or, or whatever. And then the other side of that is that my mom's like, well, if they were to go get those things, you might've saved their life that night from like withdrawal. But I was like, but do we want to keep everybody in the home <laughs> right. homeless, like addicted to drugs? Like we don't want that. There's gotta be like a better solution, but. Um, you can't, you can't assume that every homeless person is going to go buy alcohol or drugs. You just can't. Yeah. I mean, and and honestly, if they, if they go buy a bottle of whatever, they go buy a 40. I mean, so what? I mean, I have said, I know drugs is a little bit different there, depending on like what they're getting into, but like to assume the intent that this dude's trying to feed his family, he's got, you know, homeless, starving kids, Vietnam vet, whatever, whatever the sign says, like, what, why, why would I, why is my first instinct to be like, this guy's lying? Yeah. I don't know. And, and again, like what harm does it do to me to give somebody money? And that's the thing about the chronically homeless. Like once you get to know them and how they got to where they were, they become a lot more human to you. And the lot, uh, the most recent guy that asked me for money and everything, he would, he was like, you know, people don't even see us as human beings. And I was just like, I know. And it's sad. And it's just one of those things because it's like, they, they are people. Um, and they have stories that led them to be there. And so, um, I don't know. I, I took your positive intent and took it way down. Well, well, no, no, I mean, it's, but still it's like, you can take it and it can work and more than just like how you communicate your anger or something like that. Right. It's, it's, it's a, it is a worldly skill that is not, that should not be used only for how to not be pissed off at everybody. It's like a way to actually just see the world in a more positive light. People are not out to fucking get you. People are not just trying to, to do something. And if they are, there's probably a good fucking reason for it. Um, nobody's just a dick just to be a dick. Like there's, they're a dick because of something, you know, they're trying That's to avoid, they're trying to avoid somebody being a bigger dick to them because they didn't end up getting five dollars on the side on the on the side of the road or something i, I don't know whatever like uh, there there is a reason somewhere in there so um so i you know i i assuming positive intent is is a, a big one for me but um i don't know yeah well i mean it's an it's a nice way to be i mean honestly it's a more healthy lifestyle for yourself too if you're kind of thinking about things in this nice way but you also can't you can't be like i said you can't be naive about things either you know so if somebody's like taking advantage of you and you're aware of that then that's when we go back to episode one and we put up some boundaries sure right um but Anger is this really interesting thing that makes it very difficult to communicate. And I think a lot of the time, the reason for that is people don't really know where it's coming from. And a lot of the time, what it is, is that they think the other person on the other side had negative intent. 
and it's like but that's not always the case there's all these different reasons for why whatever person was doing whatever thing and maybe if you actually came to them with a like a loving approach and you said something like how good old tit says i'm suffering i i need your help and i'm I do not want to blame you. And some people like might get very defensive. Um, but if that's the case, then you say, clearly this is not a time for this conversation. And then you walk, like you say, we can ar arrange a time and talk about it when you're coming from a calmer place. It's like, I'm just trying to understand what's going on. Um, and so I think, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you had other notes I think, I think anger is, this is, this is a tough one to talk about because there's, there's, it's so easy for us to just, you know, especially you and me, just because of, you know, who we are. It's so easy for us to get off, off on the fucking rails about everything relating to anger at all. And so, you know, from, from memory to like, like, why not, why, like, why not me to like, you know, like just assuming somebody's out to get you or whatever, like there's so much, like so much to it, but then like we, you get into like, I mean, then you get into like, you know, narcissistic rage and like that kind of anger. And like, you know, you get into so many different pieces there or, or, or anger that, that is legitimate and is kind of okay. Like not okay, but is, you know, is, uh, there's reasons, acceptable reasons to be angry. Like that's such a weird thing to say, but yeah. like, you know, oh, people, people literally, you know, and, and, and you know, intentionally wrong you. And it's like, you're going to be angry. And like, there's only so much you can do about yeah. it. Even if it's just for half a second, you're angry for a minute. Well, feelings are valid and it would be weird if you weren't ever angry. That is bizarre. You know, they're like, you should get angry. You should be able to voice that and communicate that. It's like, because not every time is somebody going to do things exactly the way you wanted them to do it. But the moment that you stop communication is when you you're severing you know, it's like you're deciding here and now, like this is not worth the communication. And so that's the thing that I think is probably the most important about anger itself and how we'll link into digging in deeper to forgiveness and apologies and all that is that sometimes you hold on to anger for so long that you let it ruin something that it shouldn't have. And when you like, and then you feel like there's been so much space, so much time. And you're like, how do I go back and make amends for this now? And so that's why we can go back to the 24 hour rule. When you're angry with somebody, that's okay. Acknowledge the anger, communicate the anger, but not in a way that you are attacking the other person, but in a way of like explaining where you are coming from and how you are truthfully feeling and how you want to erase this because really you mean so much to me. It's like, so it, it frustrates me that I'm so angry with you about one thing and that I would let this fester, boil, stew into a friggin' tar pit of destruction that is really literally eating anything that was good from my memory and only leaving the things that are bad so that I can confirm that there's no reason for me to go back and make amends because why would I that thing they wronged me and they're blah and they're blah and they're duh 
blah and blah and da. I was like, I'm not gonna give like real features or anything like that. Or <laughs> it's like, just like use your use your imagination, Sean. <laughs> oh, oh, I what am. One of the blahs, blahs, and das. Oh, they're they're a dick. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, I, I, yeah, I, uh, yeah. So, like another part of this whole thing that, like, you know. It, these, these four all really tie together really well. It's like the, the memory and the anger, apologies and forgiveness. Like they, it really is intertwined with, with the stuff. But um, the one thing that I have not kind of, uh, that, that I, I think I experienced and like I think is really very true to my anger, I guess, with the anger, like when I, when I do, like when I do get angry um, that I have not seen related to those things is, um, you know, it's like anxiety. And so um I don't have, like, I probably probably have some sort of anxiety. I think we all probably do, but I don't have anxiety where I'm like, you know, I, I can't, it's not, like a, it's not like agoraphobia. I can't like, I can like leave the house. I can do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have anxiety about not being in control and not, and that, and that like triggers me instantly. Um, and then it just, then it's hard to kind of come back from that. And, you know, the, the, the easy example is, you know, somebody almost T-boned me in the car, like driving and somebody, you know, I've seen, I have a, a car bumper or a truck bumper that this close to my face. And my first reaction is like, fucking motherfucker, what the fuck is wrong with you? And like, that's the first response because I'm in, I'm out of, I am out of control. I could have been, I could have been like fucking murdered at that point. I have no idea. And so there's no control of it. And it's like, it's something that's out of my hands or there's, you know, there's a lot of like, there's like a lot of like things happening. I'm like, you know, so like the, the dog and the cats will be like, just like all like chaotic and like running around and doing all these things and all this stuff happening. And after like, after like a couple of minutes, I'm like, I stop. And then like that, that like the point I got to, to there was like all like anxiety. Cause I'm finally like, I just can't like, I can't like handle this anymore. And I have to like, I need to stop it. And my first reaction is to get angry about it. Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, talking about that, like with, you know, obviously in therapy it was like, being an, an anxiety induced, I guess, kind of thing or being out of control or, or, you know, just not knowing what to do. Yeah. Um, you're hitting on something real big there because I actually was talking to somebody about this the other day because I was having an anxiety attack for the entire day and I was still doing things and, and working and getting through it, but it was making it really hard for me to be able to communicate with people. Um, and a lot of the times, my anxiety would be pretty mild so I can get through it. And you may, I may sound kind of stupid or something like that. And that is because I'm having an anxiety attack and I'm working through it and it's hard for me to get my words out. And um, so it's like, while you said earlier that I'm confident and, you know, I guess I do seem to be that way. Um, and I am to some degree, but I'm also, there. yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'm still very anxious, and um, and I and I do doubt myself. I don't think like I'm the one who knows everything, and then and so I'll find myself in situations where like my imposter syndrome is in full effect, and then my anxiety kicks in, and then I start like having a hard time communicating sometimes, and that's like whatever as long as I can keep my mood fun, and then other times I'll start being very sharp with the way that I'm communicating with people. And it sounds like I'm getting angry at them for like asking me a question or something like that. And I'm like, no, really what it is is that it's so hard for me right now 
to sort through every thought in my brain. And I know that I need to tell you an answer to this and I have the answer for you, but my heart is racing. My mind's doing this wiggly thing and my mouth doesn't feel like grabbing the words from up here and throwing them out there to you so that you can understand all of the things that I know up here because there is so much, so much thought. Like, I mean, and it's crazy um, how sometimes I can pull information, other times I can't. But when I can't pull information, when I'm feeling that way, when I'm feeling very anxious, then I'll start to get really angry at myself. And I'm like, so I'm getting so mad at me. I'm like, and then I sound like I'm mad at everybody else. But really like what's going on is I'm just like, fuck, I can't even communicate with you right now. And so I don't know if that's the same thing that makes you or how your anxiety makes you feel angry. Um, but you're definitely hitting on something huge that it's like, and then that will make other people angry at me because of the way that I'm acting from this anxiety attack. And when I try to explain it to people that I'm having an anxiety attack, some people are like, oh, okay. And then they can kind of like compensate with that. Other people will like literally get defensive and things like that and be like, well, it doesn't matter if you're having an anxiety attack or like, I, I don't know. Um, I don't, and you can't always communicate that either. You can't be in the middle of something really important and then just openly be like, okay, so I'm having an anxiety attack. Here I am. But give me like five minutes and I'll tell you some information. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just give I'm me- I'm gonna take care of this. It's gonna be great. Just hold <laughs> tight. Just, just well, give me a moment, just a brief, <laughs> brief moment so to get my shit together. But like, you know, it's, it's really funny. Like I didn't even think about it until you just said this, the people who, and myself included, because, you know, uh, my wife has anxiety and like, you know, when, if, and, and other people who have known have had, will have anxiety attack or, you know, in this situation, if somebody has an, somebody has had an anxiety attack and I'm like, look, oh, you'll, you'll be fine. Like, just, just do Just do whatever, do, you know, and do X, Y, and Z. Like my first reaction is, anxiety because I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in control. I can't, I can't talk this person out of whatever's happening. I can't say words to them mm -hmm. to make them not be anxious. And so I'm instantly like, well, what do you, what do you mean? No, you're fine. Like, you're fine. Just, just, just breathe, breathe in a fucking bag. Like, you know, like, obviously not that extreme, but like, you know, I, like, I, I get, I, I understand, I completely understand that where the people are like getting angry about that. Um, it's, and it's the same thing. It's a fucking circle of anxiety because they're probably anxious because they don't know how the fuck to react to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this one time I was on a, like I was kayaking and I started having an anxiety attack and it, it got really bad, like full on, like, um, couldn't do anything. Somebody had to like come kind of rescue me. <laughs> There's like these two guys came out in a two person kayak and then they're like, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to pull you onto the bank over here you're going to get out of your kayak and you're going to get into mine and you're going to sit in the front because the hard steering's in the back. So I'm going to do that. And if you don't want to row at all, you don't have to just hold your oar straight. And these guys, I mean, they came and they saved the fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my little hands, um, but, and when they pulled me onto the bank too, they were like, um, they're like, okay, can you get out of the, of the kayak and at first I couldn't like that's how bad it was I was just like no and they had to like come and like hold the thing steady and then like let me out um and like what's funny is before those two guys got there 
and they knew the people I was with, but it was my first time meeting either one of them. But before those two guys got there, my friend's um, husband is just like, he's shaking like my boat, like while I'm, or my kayak, whatever, while I'm in it, he's like wiggling like trees at me. He'll like talk about snakes. He's talking about snapping turtles. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now that I am having an anxiety attack and you were doing literally everything you can to make it worse to the point where I literally, like, I thought I was never going to want to talk to him again after that day, because he was, he just didn't understand at all. And that is not the only time that he's done that either. Uh, like I got really sick when we were in Denver and it was like, he didn't give a shit. He just wanted to keep going and going. I was like, I need to fucking sleep. Get away from me. (laughs) It's like, so that's how bad anxiety can take you to like, to a place where you're like, I fucking don't even like this person anymore because they have no understanding of what you're going through. And so they don't know how to deal with it. And, and then they can do the completely wrong thing or they can do, or they can think it's not that serious and start joking around with you because they feel as if a sibling like sort of status with you. And it's just like, no, no. Let me, let me ask you a question. Did they tell you, I don't think this is serious. I'm going to joke around with you. Yes. I mean, yes, yes. Several years ago now, but <laughs> no, it's like, I'm, 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 I'm going to assume they didn't say, Oh, I'm you're fine. Here's a tree branch or whatever. Right. Okay. So no. the, the only I reason mean, I was, well, there's, Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, because you're about to prove me wrong. It sounds like, go ahead. Yeah. You muted muted yourself. What the fuck? Um, My first thought on that is somebody sees you in a situation where you are having an anxiety attack and they're like, oh, better act. I don't, if I, if I, if I panic and freak out, it's going to make it worse. I should just act natural. Here's a tree branch. Watch out for that snake there, buddy. Like I, I, I don't, again, I don't know the person, I don't know the situation, I don't know the context or anything, but my, my first reaction of somebody doing that is some stupid shit that I would do of like, you know, you're like being stalked by a tiger and you're like, Oh, oh this is beautiful trees out here. Oh, oh. Like just trying to like, not, you know, fucking shit yourself while the world is slowly ending around this person and, you know, not knowing what to do. So it's, I, again, I'm just making assumptions I now, mean, but I feel like it's the same kind of thing as like an anxiety on their end of like, what, how do I do this time to do nothing, nothing weird, act natural. I mean, it could have been that he was thought that being funny would make it better. Right. You know, there's a chance of that, but um, I don't know. It's like, those are just, two two memories and like you know i'm not gonna like dwell on those and be like oh i can't stand your husband because i do like him and we've been friends since we were like 14 years old so he just doesn't always know how to deal with me it sounds like those memories may have made you angry they they did we just here on the air we heard it (laughs) <laughs> we heard it laugh. It's not laugh because it's recorded. <laughs> but here on the air, I heard that shit live. I was. Yeah, it was. In my, it was in my brainsicle. Yeah. It, yeah. I definitely did just get angry about a memory that was could have been wrong because I wasn't assuming positive <laughs> of my friend who has well, been nothing but a good friend to me in the entirety of our friendship. Yeah. Because it's like, while I say my, my friend's husband, he's my friend too. You know, it's like, yeah, it's totally. 
it's just if there was a battle royale and I had to choose sides, I choose hers. Yeah, that's right. You have to. One hundred percent. Yeah, everyone, everyone, you have to choose the girl sides. How it goes. But that won't happen. They're gonna last oh, 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 that. Yeah, I was like, what do you mean that won't happen? Oh yeah, I got you. That the battle royale. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never have to make that choice. That's right. That's right. Um. You know, one of the notes I, I wrote down about this this whole conversation was what about me? And I don't know, I don't I don't know if it was something that I said or something you said or what I can't remember where it came from, but that's that's what I wrote down. Um and so a lot of the things that like I think we both described uh, about like you know the things that would make us angry or the things that we like you know reacted to or do whatever is you know, like it's kind of like a what about me moment. And so I think that kind of leads to a lot of people being angry about something and I was having a panic attack and I was doing this thing. And like, I felt this thing and this guy was making jokes about snakes or this, this, this thing happened here, or, you know, I, I don't know what, whatever examples of other, other examples are out there. Like I got angry about fucking, I got angry about Apple because like, what about me? Like I, you know, my, one of my biggest things about Apple was I worked there. I, I fucking worked my balls off for eight years and this is what they do. Like, what about me? You know? And like, I, I got a lot from there. I, I got, I got those way more positives than negatives. The negatives just was just every day. Cause it was the entire job sucked. Like, you know, working with those shitty, shitty spoiled ass fucking customers was the worst, but the, there were so many more positives that came, that came along with it too. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the, what about me, I think is a big part of a lot of this anger that happens with, with me. And, and I'm not going to say for you, cause I don't know, but with other people as well, that they, it's something that happens to that something that happens or doesn't happen to them. And yeah. you're th- all you're thinking is like, what, what about me? Why is this happening to me? Why, why blah, blah, blah to me versus like you're, we're in this together and you're just doing it from a different, a different side. You're just looking, looking in versus being part of it or something like that. So I'm, 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 I don't know. I think it's a, a thing revolving around, around individuals. So would their- you say like the, what about me is more about like, why does this person get this thing? I want that thing, like a jealousy thing, or would you say it's like a, what about me? Like, why didn't somebody consider me in this scenario? Yes. Both. I mean, yeah, there's, there's way more than that. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's so many situations of those of, of, that could be, that, that could be the case of what about yeah. me? And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really good at my job and this person got a promotion. Like, what about me? Like I'm, I, I have this information, but you didn't take my advice. What, what about like my advice? Like, like why, what is it about my advice? You don't want, like you never take my advice. I, uh, you know, I, Hey, I fucking painted a bunch of shit. Nobody wants to buy my paintings. What like, why, why don't they want to buy my paintings? Like, you know, it's, so it's, it's, and I'm, these are, I'm just, just trying to give examples right now off the top of my head, but like, you know, it's, I think there's so many different things that could, and it doesn't have to be the phrase, what about me? But I think there's something about like how it relates to you and how it makes you feel versus being like, you know, versus the so many different ways you could react to this being like, well, okay, what is, was, what is it about, about my paintings that people don't want to buy? Okay. Like, or maybe people are just, it's, it's COVID. It's shit's tough right now. People, maybe people don't have money for a fucking shitty painting because they have to feel like they have to support their friend. You know what I mean? Like, and so, or, or, okay, well, I'm, I'm not, and I didn't get this promotion because this person next to me got it. Well, okay. Well, why not? Instead of why not me? Like, okay, what is it about them? What can I learn from them to then make this better? Or, you know, there's so many different like things about it. Um, 
I had anxiety on a, on a kayak and this guy was telling jokes. Okay. Like, well, what was, what was it that led to them telling jokes? Like, were they, did they, did they truly, one, do they truly understand like what that, like what an anxiety attack or a panic attack is? They know what it is. Like, let's, you know, let's like go down that route. Or did they, is this, was this their own anxiety of figuring of like having to like cope with how to handle these things? Cause they have no idea. They've only heard things from like TV and the old, the, the ham radio. I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry jesus christ i like i can't help but like be talking about these things i look over myself on the fucking zoom window and i'm like like dumb shit i just it just happens every time oh gosh. um but no I'm, I'm seriously i i think there is a there's an aspect to uh, you know not in like an is not as negative as it typically sounds but a selfishness to this to all of this where you can't you can't help but kind of put it, push it beyond or keep it internal, I guess, versus like looking outside of yourself to, to see what's causing X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's hard to do that sometimes. It's hard not 100%. to be self-centered because at the end of the day, the only person you're living with is your damn self. Like you might have <laughs> like a wife or a family or whatever, but like you're the one who's with you 100% of the time. So it's hard not to think about yourself and there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's just about kind of trying to restructure our brains a little into being not only nicer to ourselves, but nicer to other people and coming at situations with good intent are like good intentions and then um, assuming that other people are coming at every situation the same way until proven otherwise. Yeah. A little um, asterisk, <laughs> until proven otherwise. Until, <laughs> until they show their ass. Um, so one of the uh, the things I've, I've done for a long time to try to, for, for many years now, to try to be nicer to myself um and it's it's this is kind of a double-edged sword so this isn't like a this is something people should live by but it's it helps in some situations um is, is aiming low and i don't mean like well i'm just never gonna try like fuck it fuck it and fuck the world i'm just gonna go for nothing because then if i oh look i got a blade of grass i'm on top of the world like you know i don't mean like that like but you know having realistic expectations about things that happen around you and so when these when these why not me moments happen you're kind of prepared for them and so you know if you're i'm gonna i'm gonna i don't know let's say i'm gonna run for fucking i don't know the president of whatever something america anybody can do it apparently um i'm gonna like if i don't get it like instead of being like why not me like, or so the whole, like the whole thought process is, is aiming low and, and having realistic expectations about like, you know, this is, it's, it's a good, it's a good try. Like, I'm going to probably, I'll probably see if I'll do my best for it. I'll see what I can do. And I'm going to, you know, if I don't get it, I don't get it. I'm going to, I'm going to hope for the best. I'm going to aim for the best and hope and, uh, or what is it? Hope for the best, but expect the worst, you know? Um, I really want to, um, I really want this to happen. I want to get to this thing. I want to be the, the president of a, I don't know, a company, whatever. And so, um, I really want to get to this thing, but if you aim low, all this rambling to say these like three sentences, if you aim low, you, and you have realistic, realistic expectations and you don't get the promotion to president of whatever, I don't know, I don't know why, I don't know why president I'm focusing on president, president of Fox. I yeah. said of clocks. <laughs> well, the clock, the clock president, uh, the clock, if it, I'm, <laughs> I'm gunning for clockmeister general. And if I, if, <laughs> 
if I aim really high and I'm like, this is the thing, this is what I'm going to get. This is for me. And I don't get it. I'm like, fuck the world. And like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to like, that's when you, that's, that's how the, that's how actually the the time bomb was invented. Somebody from suck my clock was, didn't get the promotion they wanted and were so angry about it. They started attaching clocks to bombs and yeah. Um, so, so, <laughs> I was like, where are you going? <laughs> I never know. Um, but, 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 so when but when you're when you aim really high, when you think you're like you're the greatest shit ever and you're like on top of the world and something doesn't go your way, like it's fucking devastating. And so if you if you aim a you're, I, I, I say aim low because there was a book titled Aim Low, which I didn't even read. I just saw it and was like, I agree with that. Yes. Um, you don't even know. I, I, I didn't. This isn't from a book. This is my own thing. My own my own processes <laughs> here. I didn't get this from that. I just saw the title and I liked the title. Like, um, here's my definition of aim low. This is my definition of aim low. Sorry, per, sorry, it. person who wrote the book. You've been listening. You're listening for like another 10 minutes. I promise. Um, so, <laughs> so if you have low, if you have realistic and like kind of lower expectations, but like without this is the double-edged sword side without completely like self-deprecation without like self-deprecating yourself and being like i'm a terrible piece of shit i'll never get this like like don't you know don't go to that extreme and something doesn't happen you're like you know what it's okay like i i, I kind of knew that was going to happen like i wonder what i can get from it and that's versus that's that even if you don't even think what can i learn from that you're just like you know what that's okay versus like fuck like instantly that that reaction is already better internally and better you know better better for your 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 mental health i guess um and so if something really shitty happens that you've kind of prepared for you're like yeah i this is this is the shit that happens this is such as life you know um and then if something like kind of like so so happens you're like oh all right well hey that's not too bad and you're already like a little bit like more positive because that that very neutral thing is higher than the shitty thing you're expecting so you're like oh okay cool hey hey this is pretty good and then when something good happens your fucking world is blown. You're like, oh my God, like I got, I don't understand. Like, this is so amazing. Ah! And like, just everything is, you know, like I said, so amazing. I don't even understand. Um, so, <laughs> so it's something I've, I've lived by for a very, very long time. And, and partially probably part of the reason why I like am so, so hard on myself Um so, you know, there's a little asterisk here, like, don't, don't go too hard. Don't, don't go too hard in the paint with this one. Um, but, uh, but having realistic expectations about things in the world and, you know, no one owes us anything. We're not entitled to anything. You can't always assume that you're going to get the things that you want to get because it's just not how life works. It's and like when people are like, I get what I want. It's no, like, no, you fucking don't. Not you get what you you get stuff sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you get stuff because you're an asshole and everyone wants to shut you the fuck up. Yeah, fine. Here, get the fuck out of my face. Like, that's not getting what you want. That's that's giving someone else what they want because they're, they're done with your shit. And, and that basically that that 10 seconds right there was me working at Apple. That's every fucking conversation I had with somebody. It was like, get out of my fucking face. I don't care about how much money you spent at Apple. Take your free battery, you fuck. But I'm not angry anymore. Am I accepting? Are you? Are you not angry? So, so, so aiming low and having realistic expectations, I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to stop saying aiming low, having realistic expectations about the world and things around you and the events and how you react to them completely changes everything and can make things that it seems kind of like, like average and regular, very like much better than they, than they were originally, or things that are good can be phenomenal and things that are phenomenal can be fucking mind blowing, like coming across the room. Like it's just there it's it's the all the way you look at this stuff and you know the the last ranting thing i'll say about this is there's an old quote about this and 
life is, you know, 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. You know, mm-hmm. if something shitty happens and you don't react like an asshole, like you know, life, it's, it, it's, it is what it is. Like you can, you can make it through and you can learn from that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mike dropped. I think what you're really kind of getting at is not necessarily coming into situations with low expectations, but coming into situations with no expectations. So then that way, when you have to process and address it, you can come at it from a place of like, you weren't expecting anything on the other end of it. So if it turns out to be a positive thing, cool. Like we can roll with that. If it turns out to be a not so positive thing, it's like, oh, well, what should I do in response to this? So that you can process things a little bit more, I guess, logically um, than letting your emotions coming into it. So like just coming in, no expectations at all. And then you can let yourself feel emotion from whatever outcome is there, but you can't assume coming into any given situation that you know what's going to happen walking into it. And um, that's something that, I mean, you can apply to literally any scenario in your life. Like you're going into a meeting and you think it's going to be long and it's going to be terrible and it's going to be all these things. And then you get into the meeting and it's like, oh, like this is fun. And these people were nice. Why did I think they were going to be boring? Or you never know. And it's like, but if you come into it already, like, uh, this is kind of stupid, then you may come off as, uh, this is kind of stupid, which then may make the situation, uh, kind of stupid because you chose that path going into the situation. It's like, you made that call. And so if you come into the situation and you're like super excited and you're like, yeah, everything's going to be awesome, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody you're met with something that's not so awesome, not the outcome that you were expecting, then you have, you know, the tendency to get upset, to, to be like completely let down, then that'll come across. And so instead coming into it and being like, you know, uh, the, this could be the thing that's happening, but let's see. And then. You get in there and the horrible thing happens and you're like, okay. Okay. Right. I was not expecting this, <laughs> right. you know, but I can still uh, like process it and deal with it the way that like, um, I don't want to say a normal person would because there is no normal person. We're also completely different and we should embrace the hell out of those differences. You should not always like, it's fine. Find somebody who has things in common with you. That's great. You want that of course. Um, but you know, love the people who are very different from you because that's how you learn and you expand and you become, uh, a more complete person. (laughs) turn complete so um you know the the best example i just realized as i was listening to you the best example i could think of this or that that whatever passed in my head uh was describing telling somebody about a movie or a show or a any 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 kind of like media that somebody wants to take in and being like holy shit this fucking movie was so amazing it blew my mind it was like the craziest shit ever like oh my god you're never gonna know what's gonna happen you're never gonna believe what's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna watch that movie and be like, holy fuck. And they're gonna go in and be like, yeah, Star Wars episode seven. Okay, yeah, it was all right. And like they're gonna like they're gonna be like pretty underwhelmed by it. But if you're like, you know, it, yeah, it was it was good, it was okay. 
like I just leave it just like super neutral as I can now when I talk about like like I try to talk about shows and movies and shit like that. Um, I'm a very excitable person, so it doesn't always happen. But um, when I think about it, I will try to be like very neutral about stuff that I want somebody to watch because I don't want their expectations to be way too high. That this great thing that I found has been ruined because it'll never live up to their expectations. <laughs> I've never even thought about how many times I've set people up because I loved something so much for fucking but, failure. <laughs> but sometimes, though, I will say I'm like, well, I get excited about it. You know, it's just like you might not think it's as cool as me. And so I'll give that like little disclaimer of like, this is the thing. And then occasionally there's something like my octopus teacher that I, and here I am, another shameless plug. I don't think I've done it on the show, but my I do it in life all the time. My octopus teacher, documentary on Netflix. So, Wait, so this, is a, this is a real thing? My octopus yes. teacher? Yes, my octopus teacher is a documentary on Netflix. And I'm always telling people about how incredible it is, uh, not a single person has come back to me and said it wasn't. But I have, have they watched it? Yeah, I've had people come back to me and say that it was, that have watched it, or there could be people who watched it and were underwhelmed by it, and they never said anything to me Dude, about it at all. 95% of Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty goddamn good. It's that's fucking good. incredible. <laughs> it's like, see, I don't even need well, now, now, it. Now it's, it's, it's never going to live up to that hype. It's just to tell you, it's got all the elements of everything you need in a fucking story. And then you're also learning all these cool octopi facts. Uh, it's actually octopuses. Is it octopuses? 100%. The only reason I know that is because I got that question wrong on a fucking trivia thing once. I, I feel o like. Look, I look it up. Look it up. It. Don't you doubt, you doubt me all you want. All right. We, We're not, this we, is going to be your screenshot for Instagram. Well, I disagree. Um, while you're looking that up, uh, <laughs> get my screenshot. I disagree. All right. Uh, so uh, when I uh, I was when La La Land first came out, I was working at Apple because that's what I did for a large chunk of my life. And uh, somebody was like, "Hey, have you guys seen La La Land?" And I was like, "Holy shit!" La La Land is fucking amazing. Like it was, oh, it was so good. And like, there was like, the music was good. And like all these things. And like, I went on, I don't know what it was about fucking La La Land that like got me obsessed. And like, I still, I fucking love that movie. I still will love it. Um, and like, as like, you know, the week went on or whatever, people were like, ask about it. And they're like, Hey, like who wants to know about La La Not, not Sean, Sean, you are obviously like over the top and crazy. So you don't count, but like, let's talk about La La Land for a second. So I was like vetoed from the conversations because of how fucking obsessive I was about it. So uh, way oversold it for a lot of people, um, including the people who decide the Oscars, apparently. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, not, but whatever. Here's what's going. It, octopuses is right in English. But. What? what? Jesus Christ. Okay. But the origin word was octopi. And then they changed it to octopuses to match how dumbass <laughs> English people are. Well, that's like that's like the they word uh, the Latin origin. Like that's like the word to, according to Wikipedia bearsports.com. According to what? Bear sports? <laughs> B-A-R-E sports.com. Bearsports they, they have a thing about like why you have to like you have to like prove it you're 18 before you can log into that site <laughs> jesus christ um 
Well, Thank you know, you. like I, I can, I can understand that because like the American language is dumb. Like it's like, it's like the word color. You know why they took the word, the word, the letter U out of the word color, right? Because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I've told you that before. Yeah. I, was like, I think it was like episode one. Oh my god, they used to be called octopi, octopuses, and octopodes. Octopodes with a D. Yeah, octopodes, and um. It says, while octopi has become popular in modern usage, it's wrong. (laughs) That's from (laughs) QZ.com. It's like, I don't know which one to trust because I ain't got time to do the actual research. Credible source. QZ and bare naked fucking octopuses or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm I'm good on both of those. You can be right. I don't care. (laughs) No, I mean, I think think you're right. I think you are right. It's just. Thank um, you. <laughs> I'm not arguing that you're wrong. I'm just I saying know, I'm, that I'm at one point it was octopi, but in modern language, in modern English language, it's octopuses. Too bad it's not octopussies, though, you know? You know what? It can be. We're changing it here and now on the air. I'm going to write Webster Dictionary a note, heartfelt note <laughs> about JG. Octopushy. Is that the Bond movie? Yes. It is. Thank you for knowing it was a Bond movie. This was in memory of uh, Sean Connery. Well, I mean, I was going to say, yeah, Sean Connery. Yeah. I was going to say, Norm McDonald. I was going to say, Norm. Norm, It was. Yeah. I was going to say, Norm McDonald, though, because he did a great, you know, a great. uh, Sean Connery. Not not Sean Connery. No, he didn't at all. He was on the, he was on this SNL Jeopardy. Alongside Sean, like the fake Sean Connery, but not, uh, never, uh, he was, always, he was, always, oh, yeah, he uh, was Turd Ferguson. Yeah, Turd Ferguson. Yeah, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> he, was, he was always Burt Reynolds, and, uh, Daryl <laughs> Hannah was, was Sean funny. Connery. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny. That's, God damn it. Oh, man. I, uh, he was a funny dude. Yeah. R I P. I, uh, the last joke I heard from him and then I'll, uh, I'll let you gracefully wrap this up. Cause I'm not going to do it right now. The last joke I heard from him was, you know, somewhere people were saying, talking about like his jokes and things like that. He was, um, writing in, um, it was with Jerry Seinfeld and like comedians in cars getting coffee or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever that show was, I, I've never seen it. That too long of a title. And he was, well, yeah. And Jerry Seinfeld. And he was, so Norman Donald was talking like, or somehow they got on the like, Bill Cosby. So Norm Donald was like, you know, he's like, everyone says, you know, the worst part of this whole Cosby thing is, is the hypocrisy. And like, and I just, I just don't disagree. Or I just, just, I don't just, I just don't agree. And Jerry Seinfeld's like, yeah, uh-huh. And he's like driving and going wherever he's like, mm, okay. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, he's like, the worst thing is everyone's saying the worst thing is the hypocrisy. And I, I don't agree. I, I thought it was the raping, but you know. <laughs> that was the, the last uh, Norm Donald joke I heard. <laughs> suck at so bill cosby and uh rip norm mcdonald yeah it's always sad to see like one of your favorite comedians go and a lot of the like a lot of the classic snl people are getting old yeah man it's like and it just makes you sort of sad or like i don't know like they're coming back and like they're hosting <laughs> and stuff like that i don't know it's just it's changed so much, but so is everything in this world. And if we were living in a stagnant place, would we be happy? No. No. We'd be mad. <laughs> We'd be angry. angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I wanna I can't wait to listen to that back. I don't know what happened when my voice just went. Angry. 
sounds like a fucking demon. If I want to. <laughs> you know, you, you don't. You sound like a like a like a goth kid who was trying to sound like a demon. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's the like. Nice, nice. Whatever. You know, but a boy though, right? I wasn't hearing a girl so much. No, no, same, no, same. Total, total definitely, definitely male. Yeah, like somebody or give me a cartoon character. Someone who identifies as male. Yes, that's very true. I'm it, it was a bit. We are equal opportunity to all demons here. Yes. And goths. Mm-hmm. And gothesses. <laughs> got 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 to sigh. Got Is that how you're supposed? To, what is what is that? No, it's like octopi. God damn it! Dorothy. Oh, you're like <laughs> you're trying to work uh, a bit that I just didn't get. <laughs> listen, I I uh, I have been a little a little off tonight and a little weird, so I just think I need to um, need to apologize for for how I've been. Um, why do you why do you feel like you need to apologize? Because that's what we're going to talk about next week. On let's get off get on <laughs> See you later, or catch you later. See so you later. <laughs> uh, it's been real. It's been fun. This has been let's get off on tangents with uh, Dorothy and Sean, and we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Get off on tangents. Let's get off on tangents.